The Paul Leslie Hour, helping people tell their stories. And now, your host, Paul Leslie. Hey, it's me. How are you, friend? Thank you, as always, for joining us on the Paul Leslie Hour. I have a very interesting interview. It is quite unlike many of the others that I've done. For this one, Karina and I headed out to Jay's Cigars and Coffee House in Atlanta, Georgia. That's J-apostrophe-S, not J-A-Y. It all started like this. Looking for a place where you could smoke and drink a cup of coffee. You just don't see that very much these days. And we found Jay Cigars and Coffee. And more importantly, we found Jay Nadimi. He has created one of the most unique places in Atlanta. It's very, very relaxing. You come and you look for the perfect cigar, and what you find is relaxation. You find a sense of kinship with other people. It's one of those places you just have to be there to understand. Or you could listen to this interview that we taped with Jay Nadimi. Jay's Cigars and Coffee is a place that attracts people from all walks of life and from every possible background. When you meet Jay Nadimi, which you are about to do, you will understand why it's been called the friendliest cigar lounge in Atlanta. And if you do go into Jay's Cigars and Coffee House, please tell Jay that Paul Leslie said hello. Enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here at Jay's Cigars and Coffee, and we're with the man, Jay. Thank you for having us into your cigar home. (laughs) Thank you for being here. I'm glad, you know, that you are here today, and if you need any question, you want to ask me any question, I would be glad to answer. Well, your story, it starts in Iran, correct? Yeah. What city? Tehran. 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 Ah, I see. How do you pronounce that in Iranian? Tehran. Tehran. Okay. What did, what, tell us about your parents. What What did your parents do? My parents are old, retired now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm taking care of my parents now. Mm, so they live here? Yeah, they oh, live okay. here. What brought you to the United States? Well, just I came here, go to school, get some education. What year was it that you came? A long time ago, almost 40 years ago. Almost 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. But you spent some time in, in Iran, too. You yeah, I was, I was, yeah, there. yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was a teenager when I came here, go to school. Mm-hmm. How do you remember your childhood in Iran? How was it? Well, you know, everybody remembers, you know, mm-hmm. you know, the childhood you never forget. But it was a long time ago. I don't remember that much because I spent most of my life here. And did your parents decide to move to America? How did that happen? No, my parents, you know, they I came here and after many years, you know, they decided to come here. And I, I came here, go to school, get some education, and I go back. But um, I don't know, it could be accident, it could be act of God, and I got married. And uh, my wife, she's from here, and we got married. We have been married for a long time. When you came, you said you were a teenager. Did you know somebody here in America? Did you mm, no, I didn't any... know anybody. No, you just came all by yeah. yourself. Yes, yes, ma'am. And where, where, in what city did you go to school? It was in North Carolina, a private college. North Carolina. Now let's get into cigars. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us, when did you first start to 
appreciate cigars. But I, I used to, you know, when I was in college, I had a friend of mine. He was an expert on tobacco, and I met him, a very great guy, John McPhil. And uh, I used to smoke cigarettes in college, and he told me it's not good and healthy. And uh, he offered me a good cigar, and since then I love the smell. And also, the cigar is very natural. It's tobacco, just pure tobacco, no chemical. No toxic, nothing, and just you enjoy the smell and the taste. You know, after you smoke, you know, the first puff, puff you just put it out. Mm-hmm. And so you don't put in your lung, and I like that idea. Mm-hmm. And then I just, I, I like that, you know, the first cigar he gave it to me. And I just, you know, I fell in love with it, you know, natural, you know, tobacco. And it helped me a lot, you know, always try to get the natural food and organic food. And I just, you know, I just, it just, just keep it was growing, you know, inside me and everything I loved, you know, to have it natural. And uh, I never thought I'm going to open a cigar shop. It just happened. And because my friend, he was in tobacco business, he that was his idea. What is it about the experience of having a cigar? What is it that you like? I'm not trying because I'm, I'm in cigar and tobacco business. Uh, the cigar, when somebody holds a cigar in his hand, you know, you always... Uh, you feel that you are doing something not everybody does. Not everybody smoking cigar. Cigar is the satisfaction of mind and body. You enjoy, you know, both ways. You know, you, you, your body smells and tastes of the natural tobacco. At the same time, your mind would be, you know, at the mood of relaxation that you enjoy, you know, just say your time and you're going to be very calm. And you don't want to be bothered, and you don't want to bother anybody. I don't know that cigar does or something else, but this is a natural way, and you could relax, you know, your body and your mind. And that's what I like about it. And also, cigar is very classy, you know, like politicians, doctors, businessmen, they smoke it. And also, you know, you have control. If you don't smoke a cigar, you're not going to go crazy. You're a couple of days, you really have a desire, and later, you know, you, you overcome with that. But the other stuff, like cigarette, like drugs or alcohol, you keep, you know, you keep, you know, it's very hard to quit. That's what I like about the cigar. And also, most important, cigar, it brings, a, you know, fellowship. People get together, they come for a cigar, but they find more into it. And you meet a lot of nice people. And uh, when, you know, you meet someone, you know, your mind is fully alert. Like you go to the bar, have a few, you know, drinks. You might be intoxicated. You don't know what you are talking about. But cigar doesn't do it to you. So that's what I like about cigar. But have you ever been a real cigarette smoker? Or you started No, I was, I was smoking cigarette. I was smoking cigarettes while I was in college. Mm-hmm. So you were very young. Yeah, I was very young. And I was you doing it. Completely? Yeah, I did many, many years ago. Twenty-seven years ago, I quit smoking cigarettes. And it was very then, hard. You smoke cigars. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't smoking that, you know, that often. That I'm doing it because I own the shop. Okay, Paul seems more interested in the cigar story, and I am too. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I'm too. But I was more curious to take him back a little bit. And ask him about the time, ask you about the time you came here. How was, you know, the so-called cultural shock when you come from yeah. such a faraway country into a, a, a new place and a new society and a new system? How was this all for you? How was it for you to get used to 
living in the United States. But when you're young, you don't have that, you know, that feeling. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a child. I mean, I was a child. I came here, but I'm very adjustable. I'm a little different from many people. I adjust myself. I used to live in Fort Penn, Alabama, that nobody wanted to really live there. Alabama, you know, 35 years ago. But I adjusted myself maybe two months. And I fell in love with people there. And uh, if I go back to Iran right now, I won't have any problem. If I go to South America, Central America, I have no problem. Because the people are people. Just people, they know you're a good person. And the language barrier, it would be, you know, over. And you learn the language. And you just, you know, it's, it's not, I don't see that. The big differences between people, and uh, that's why you know, for some people, it's a big shock. Not for me. It wasn't I found people, you know, the same as you know, other countries. You know, I've been all over the world, and I just found that we are all human beings, mm-hmm. and we are all, you know, the same, just ex- except we speak different, different languages, or maybe a little lighter or darker. That's all to me. We have one culture; is a culture that you know. Just uh, everybody loves to have it. Just, uh, you know, be good to each other. You know, everybody just, uh, you know, get closer to each other. I, you know, I, I don't have any barrier in the culture, you know, just, but some people, they create that or they, you know, they really believe in that. You know, I get along with black people, white people, yellow people. As I said, you know, people are people. That's what, you know, I fall in love so fast with people. And, you know, I'm just, uh, you know, that's the way I am. Now tell me about the time you fell in love with your wife. Where did you meet your wife? Yeah, it was many years ago. I was young and just I met her, you know, and, uh, you know, I talked to her and she liked me. You know, I took her out a couple of times and uh, we built up the friendship. Always is good build up the friendship, not the relationship. And that's why, you know, I built that friendship with her. And the more she knew about me, she fell in love with me more, you know, in the same way. And we don't want to have a relationship, you know, and then, you know, break up and break the heart. So you have to build up, you know, that, that, that love. And that's what I did. I, I, you know, I was a good friend to her. So you think friendship is first? That yeah, first always, always. The friendship is more, mm-hmm. more important than relationship. Unfortunately, most people... They have a relationship and they, you know, they don't know that much about each other mm-hmm. and they find out the differences and then, you know, they break up and that, that's not good because you, it would hurt you. That's what I always love, you know, to build that friendship with people even before you do business and do anything, you know, that's, that's most important. I know that this um, cigar bar or cigar shop, it, w- it used to be a television repair shop. Yeah. How did you, first of all, how did you come to Atlanta? How did that happen? Well, I went to Georgia Tech. I got my master at Georgia Tech, electrical engineering, and I was doing electronics here, repair, sales. I, I, I loved electronics, and the business was good many years ago. And uh, I had the you know electronic shop here for a couple of years, but unfortunately, everything was became disposable. Everybody just you know, if something breaks, they just you know they go get a new one, and uh, because it's very cheap. Labor is very cheap. Everybody makes everything, you know, in, in China. And my business, you know, was, was going down. One of my friends that I knew him, he told me it would be a good idea you, you get to the tobacco business. And, uh, you know, just uh, it was his idea. And I took that and I, I started the same place. I had a TV shop, electronic shop, and we started with little, you know, cigar shop, a few brand cigars. But it was growing and growing and now completely a cigar shop. And, you know, business is good, you know, just uh, you're not going to get rich from this business. But 
you're happy. You meet a lot of people, you make enough money, pay the bills, there's a lot of advantages you could have. You mentioned about the fellowship of smoking a cigar, but also about the different kinds of people. Just the one time, the last time I was here, there were so many people, different types of people that I met. Tell me about some of the people who come in to this cigar shop. Well, the beauty of the, you know, this place is, or any places that the people, all kinds of people, different people, they could come with different culture. And, they, you know, just, uh, it, it helps them a lot. First of all, you get, you know, you learn how to get along with everybody. And, uh, you know, you build up the friendship, not confrontation. And the people, they learn that they could be together beside each other without fight and, you know, compromising and the tolerance. And that helps a lot, you know, that's, you know, the, the friendship would grow much better because confrontation is never is good, not healthy. And unfortunately, sometimes people, they are promoting that, which is not, is not good. But I believe more people, they know about each other, they could live in peace side by side. And the, the cigar shop is a good example. This is the environment that, you know, we created. And, the, you know, people, they come here and different background, different culture. And they learn, you know, that we just, you know, we all, you know, we could live in peace with each other. And, they, you know, we could enjoy life. This is a very specific question. Do you have a favorite cigar? Yes, everybody has a favorite cigar or <laughs> favorite location. Monte Cristo number two. That's yours. Mm -hmm. Why? Why do you like? <laughs> because it's smooth, it's mild, it's creamy, it's not harsh. I don't like anything harsh. I want everything smooth, and that's what I love. The people they be smooth too. How often do you smoke a cigar? When I'm in good mood. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Often. Yeah. You should. You should. Cigar is not the habit that you know, like a cigarette, like a drug. You should really be in good mood. If you're not in good mood, there is no reason, you know, you pop something that you're not thinking. When I smoke a cigar, I really feel I'm in peace, I'm relaxing. And like, you know, when you're not hungry and you want to eat, you know, I mean, just such a waste. Anything, you know, when you, you know, you don't like talk to someone, there is no reason, you know, you force yourself to talk to someone. When you have, you don't have anything, you know, useful to share with someone and just open your mouth and talking is such a waste. You know, so that's why, you know, you should, you know, be in the mood of, you know, relaxing. You, I want to relax. I want to be in peace. And then you, you hold the cigar and you enjoy the taste and the smell of the cigar. And what, what other pleasures do you have? Everybody, everybody has different, you know, interesting things, you know, they love to do. You know, I, you know, mostly I love to read books, you know, and I love to learn the, you know, another language or different languages. I'm trying to learn Spanish, which is my, you know, my favorite language right now. It's very hard because you have to practice. Sometimes I go play soccer, you know, on weekend, you know, on Sunday morning. I want to keep myself as young, you know, you feel good about yourself. So that's, that's my hobby, you know, I don't have any other hobbies. Do you spend a lot of time here in the shop? Yeah, I just say uh, because uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's not a big business. So I'm just, I'm the only one here because we don't make that much money that we could afford, you know, hire someone here. So, and also I'm used to people here. Yeah, like people here that are part of my family. You know, I have two families, one, you know, family here at shop, the people I see them every day for many years. 
and uh, good friends and family at home. When I go home, you know, I, I'm with the other family. And it's, it's, it's good. It's a good, good feelings. You know, double feelings for me. So I enjoy both lives. It's not I hate my job when I go home or I hate my family. I want to come here. When I go home, I love to go home. When I want to come here in the morning, I love to be here. You know, I see certain people or some people I know that makes me feel good. Do you see yourself in the future having this this bar here and doing the same thing? Be honest, you you know sometimes we plan in life, and I don't want to be a religious person, but you know it's good to be spiritual, and I don't want to be a dreamer because a dream is not good. We live in the moment, and I'm not living in past, and I don't want to just you know live in future. The moment I'm right now, I'm talking to you. That's I want to get the most out of it. Maybe the best moment I build, maybe it build a good future for me too, because future is unknown. But it's good to plan. But as I said, you have to plan for the moment. And uh, nobody knows. Like I was in electronics, and I never thought, you know, I'm gonna be out of business. But that business was gone, and then I had to leave too. But I started something new, and it's good to be creative. Think, you know, for what you wanna do. The next step is. But more likely, I love to get to the you know wholesale tobacco. In future, if it works for me, that would be great. If it doesn't work, if it doesn't work, you know maybe you know God plans you know something different for me. But I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm very optimistic. Something good comes out of it as long as you have a good thoughts. What would you say the biggest lesson that being in business for yourself has taught you? It, it's good feelings, you know, that you don't have a boss. And you are your own boss, and you have more control. And sometimes, you know, sometimes I said I wish I didn't have the business because I don't make that much money. But I don't have security; anything could happen. But this is all unknown. I don't know. Just it could, you know, it could be worse if I had it, you know, job and working for someone. But you feel that the freedom—that's the most important, you know, pleasure for me. That I don't have to work for anybody except myself. Even the money is limited a little, but the freedom unlimited. That's what I feel good. Would you say America right now in 2016? Do you think it is a, it is a good environment for for doing business, or has it changed since you came here, or since you started the, your business? Mm -hmm. Have changed? Have things changed for better or for worse? Well, you know. It's not the worst because I hope never worse comes. You know, it could be a little good, a little bad. Sometimes it goes, you know, a little bit bad and it comes back. You know, become good again. So this life is challenge. You know, you have to. You know, you have to. You know, you have to tolerate that. Sometimes the economy, you know, goes down a little bit. You should be strong enough, and you know your expectation should drops a little bit. You cannot just go have it, you know, the, you know, fancy car or just say, you know, go to the most expensive restaurant because it, you know, economy is not good. But uh, at the same time, you know, just uh, you got it, you know, you got to be ready if anything bad happens. And but you shouldn't be worried about it. You know, fear is the worst thing the man could have. You know, never have a fear. You know, always be optimistic about life and the positive energy. You know, I'm not the only one. If anything happens, it happens to many people. I'm one of the people. As I said, you know, just always have a positive attitude towards future. The future is unknown. As I said, you know, we are living the moment. My my future never might come. Maybe right now is the is the the moment I'm with you. It might be my last moment. So I want to just be happy in the moment. And you know, but hopefully, future is gonna be much better.
Were you always like this, without fear, or did mm -hmm. did life just never, did it never. teach you to be without fear? How do you be? Well, you got it. You, you don't want it. You got it. Just you know, it's good to learn as experience in life. And many people had fear, and they were always miserable, always you know, not you know, just always scared to do something. But the fear is not good for the man. You know, unless you know, you don't have faith in life. If you have faith in life, and you are here. Just do your best and never think anything bad is going to happen to you. Fear is the worst enemy of the man. When were when did you feel the when did you have the biggest fear in your life? Because you are a human person too. I guess you were afraid sometime in your life. When we, were you the most afraid? I really never had fear in my life. Be honest, to you. Really? Mm -hmm. Not I when never, you came to America. Never had when you the fear. Your business. I never had the fear. I said, "What I'm going to lose." I didn't have it before. <laughs> Why should I worry about it? <laughs> like tomorrow, if I lose this business, I didn't have it before. So, twenty-five years ago, why should I worry about it? Maybe God planned something different. So, I never had fear in my life. For how many years have you had this place now? Twenty-five years. The cigar shop. Cigar shop, almost seventeen years. Ah, seventeen. Wow, that's a long time. Yeah, it is a long time. If let's say I don't know something happens and you have to start. Again, what would you see yourself doing? What would you like to do as a different business? I love to be a teacher. A teacher? <laughs> what kind of teacher? To teach what? To teach, to teach electronics, psychology. That's what I took many courses in psychology. Teach something that people they learn from you and they promote themselves for being a better quality person. If I get enough money to just just survive, that's what I love to do. Interesting, teacher. For anyone who is listening to this or reading this, open-ended, say whatever you like. What would you say? To Never give up in life. Always have a positive attitude towards yourself and the future, because future is going to be a better place for all of us. Never have fear. Fear is your worst enemy. This was wonderful. Yes, Very thank inspiring. you. Oh, you're welcome. I <laughs> couldn't, you know, my accent, you, you know, after 40 years. Thank but you. But it's good, you know, no, no. I hope it's something. Pop-pop, <laughs> doodly zing, bang, doodly knock, cock, cheap, taboo. Bibbidi, bata, gotcha, gee, da, pop, pop, better like a teen. Oh, get a gig, bad, oh, no, Oh, she's a to call a mucketeen luck. Goodbye.